Hey, yo, what's up? What's my theme music? We ain't got one, nigga. And it's the No Vaseline Podcast, a podcast that gives you the raw truth, even if it hurts live from 2 and 5. It's me, Cool Guy P, and it's just Antoine with me today. Hey, but- man, don't sound so, don't sound so damn, <laughs> like, brother. God damn it. Don't sound no, like the uh, two. Malcolm is on his way, and Matt is on daddy duty. So um, I told him to, you know, just... Uh, you know, chime in with us when you know when he can, or when the Facebook live feed is up. I don't know what the hell happened, but it it shut down as soon as I started it. So um, yeah, I'm gonna start it again, and then I'll just go back and edit the caption. Yo, I still gotta get used to the new music. I know. It seems like you know the the, the music used to set the tone. Yeah, because now this shit sounds right. dry as hell, right? Dry as hell now you know, without man, the music. We gonna we gonna play music and if if it's something where you know the powers that be say we can't play music, then we'll just stop playing music. <laughs> but, but I know it's supposed to be going to uh, iTunes. I'm not sure when exactly. All right. Well, how about until we get that exact date, we we'll gonna play, play music. music. Yeah, let's and do then it. Once we know we going to iTunes, we won't play any more music. Fuck it. I, I I like that. Right. I like that vibe right there. Yeah. Some mm-hmm. some some real smooth, you know. So, um, man. Speaking of music, real quick, how you feel about the Port of Miami too? Listening to it in the car. Yeah, I know. I heard it a couple. I, uh, I, I, I'm digging it. I dig. I, I dug it. I, I feel like. Um, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to call it yet. Yeah. Okay. Cool. cool. Like I. I, I'm one of them people I need to digest some music For a while Before right. I can really like Give a claim to it Right Except for DJ Khaled Cause <laughs> um, Father of Aside Was ass Yeah it was It wasn't Like Khaled Literally did Too much I mean no I'm sorry He did too little With too much Right And I was I was really let down A lot of the songs on there Like It was like that's it? Yeah. Yeah. Like that that was my that was my reaction to like 90% of the tracks. Okay. It's like, yo, all right, so so that's it? Like there's no second verse, there's no bridge. Like so this is just a, a glorified this DJ Khaled's Father of a Side album is a gentrified mixtape. And I'm not this isn't no diss. This isn't no disrespect or anything like that. Sam, what up, bro? Um, but as a music head and as a hip hop purist, like that was just really a gentrified mixtape. It was like a preview of some more albums that could be coming. Um, yeah, but Port of Miami. Um, okay. I know the world's going to shoot me for this, but I listened to the, um, rich nigga lifestyle with Nipsey rest in peace. First listen, I didn't hear Nipsey on that on that track. Okay. It just sounded like I'm just gonna do this verse for you because you Rick Ross. Where I've heard Nip like Nip verses a, a lot of Nip's verses like I feel it. Okay. By the way he speaks and what he says. Okay. With this one, I, I may have to listen to it again. Right, I purposely didn't listen to that one yet. Like I was like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna listen, I'm gonna say that one and listen to that one after I, you know what I mean? I, I I skipped over that one. Yeah, and and now me, okay, you know, brother Nipsey is no, no longer with us. Um, 
I'm not one of those types of people that will completely big somebody up just because they're dead. Um, or I won't say that everything that we hear post death is all of that because right, okay. they're dead. Right, right. I, I can't stand motherfuckers like that. Right. Like I'm, I'm still, I'm still a hip hop purist at heart when it comes to I, I want to hear my 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 solid beats. I want to hear my solid lyrics. I I need all of that to really feel the song. And again, first listen, Nipsey's verse just didn't hit me the way I expected it to. Okay. But like I said, that was just first listen. Right. So once I I want to listen to it again, give me, give me, give me a month. Give me a month. Okay. I, I, like, it's a while, but uh, it, it's a while. But at the same time, like I know, like I'll be able to, like I'll, I'll find that song that I have on repeat. You okay. know what I'm saying? So, like me, I'm more like I'm more so. I was just feeling like the production. I like the beats. I like the the. I like, it, 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 even though I know it's, it's Port of Miami too. Right. I got that 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 deeper than rap. Mm. Kind of feel for the for yeah, the yeah, cars. Yeah. The production was, yeah. and I like that production. I like when Ross uses like the jazz, like he uses the, the jazz, a lot of the jazz like, instruments and elements, and when he put them in his beats and stuff like that. Shout out to uh, Justice League. Yeah, I was a man trying to remember Justice League. Like that's they, they you know, they was like they, well, they are some of they probably are like my favorite producers. Yeah, one of other than like Guru, but I'm I'm Black Metaphor. Yeah, yeah. That motherfucker, he got beats. He got beats. So I like that hip hop. Like to me, that mm-hmm. that that that's my kind of hip hop type beat. So I yeah. was I was just feeling the beat production, and you know the verses. They was, they was you know they was talking on them Jones. So I, I, I really I really like. Um, he got a song. I think it's called "Born to Kill" with Jeezy. It's, yeah, either "Born to Kill" or "Ready to Kill." One, one of them. One yeah, one or two. I like that one. That one's I I think that one. If I can equate it to like an, an old hip, an old Rick Ross album, rather you than me, that has the same vibe of powers that be. Okay. The one, the joint he did with Nas. Right. I like it. Right. That's something. Like I said, I I feel like right now I, I may I may have that one on repeat for for like a week or two, probably right. this week going back and forth to work. Then I'll move on to the next one. Okay. So. Uh, but since we talking entertainment, uh, as you know, um, Rich Paul been getting a lot of love yeah, and a lot of hate, man. Um, because you know they called he, he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated, you mm-hmm. know where they called him the Kingmaker. Give him his, give him his credit. So, a lot of people feel that NCAA with this new rule they've come out with that says bullshit that rule. In order, in order for you to um, represent a NCAA athlete. Um, as far as being their agent, mm-hmm. you have to have a bachelor's degree now. And if you didn't know, Rich Paul does not have his bachelor's degree. Mm-hmm. And um, we feel like that's the well. LeBron uh, tweeted out that this is the Rich Paul rule. Yeah, it and is. It is. I agree. It's called a spade a spade. And, and it's this deeper than that. I mean, because this is just one. This is just one big example of institutional racism. Of course. Of course. This is just one example, big example of institutional racism. Because mm-hmm. you can't stop Rich Paul at this point. No. Nah. But what you can try to do is stop the next Rich Paul. And that's what I feel like this rule is all trying to do, is trying to stop the next Rich Paul. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Have you seen, well, can't, I, I want to see if you can pull up a, um, like, a picture, or a group picture of, like, the chairmen of the NCAA. 
Right. All of these dudes are John McCain. May he rest in peace. And it's like, just like you said, this is another form of institutional racism because you got a whole bunch of old white guys who really don't want to give up their power. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, my man, we all know that the times have changed, obviously. Right. And you just need to be able to keep up or at least just try to, how can I put this? Um, Adapt with the times. I mean, see, but this is this is why they they don't want to adapt with the times. Adapt mm-hmm. with the times is going to cost them money. This is why they mm-hmm. implemented the one year rule for college athletes. Which right. let's be real, that's it's unconstitutional, right? To require them to have to go to college before they can be eligible to get Play jobs in the NBA because that's right. what it is. It's a job. Right. It's a very high paying job, but it's a job. That's unconstitutional. That says at eighteen. I can't make my own decision. Mm. You know what I mean? But so, and that's another thing because you had a lot of players that were getting drafted straight out of high school. Yeah. So the NCAA was losing money from they that. Losing money. So now they losing all their top talent. Okay, got you. God damn. And I think the rule will eventually be done away with. They're gonna they're gonna go back they and let to. them come out of high school. They have you're to. gonna have to, especially when you got a guy like Rich Paul getting the power that he's getting now. Mm-hmm. You know. It's gonna. It, it, they're gonna change it because LeBron wants to play with his son. He wants to try to play with his son, and the only way Do that's, you gonna think happen, that's gonna happen. I think it is. Mm. His son's what? His son is about to start ninth grade, so ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth grade. LeBron, he can definitely play four or five more years, and he's in his second year of his four-year contract. Yeah. So you know what I mean, like. He can definitely. I had a theory running like two years ago where I said LeBron, <laughs> when he left first, when he decided to leave um, Cleveland again and mm-hmm. go to L.A., mm-hmm. I was like, all right, my theory is he he wants to devalue. He, he you know him, well now he wants to just by him leaving Cleveland, they'll be devalued. The yeah. franchise in and of itself will be devalued. Yeah, and I feel like he's going to come back and try to buy. The Cavaliers <laughs> from Dan Gilbert and draft his son with the pick and take his son and then be like a play like a part owner player. Kid, kid, didn't Jordan do that? Yeah, he was a my he was a he was I think he had ownerships. He wasn't with the, the Wizards, with right? With the Wizards while he was playing. That's so I right. feel like and then he's gonna play with his son because like he wants to have that Ken Griffey Jr. senior moment. Okay. And I believe they hit back to back home runs or they both hit home runs in the same game. <sighs> I believe <laughs> back not, to back I'm, dunks. I'm, yeah, you know what I mean. Something like wow. you, you oop your son in the NBA game. That would be so. Like I've come around on LeBron, yo. Like damn, you know what? I'm not I arguing, did too. I'm not now. I'm not. I'm not getting ready to do the argument about mm. better than Jordan. No, that's a, yeah, that's we, another conversation that, we can have. That's a because, hole. Yeah, exactly. But just <laughs> period. Off the like off the court moves, like everything, like that he does, like he's a. He's a he's a great he's a great example. For, he's a great example in terms of just you know a young as far as a young black man doing his business. And then I just love the fact that his inner circle is all brothers. Yeah, you know and I mean? through him playing basketball, this is this is what a lot of motherfuckers don't get when uh, not motherfuckers, but a lot of black men don't get when they get you know quote unquote put on. It's like all right now. I'm putting this work in. You're not going to sit back and just enjoy the fruits of my labor because, right. I mean, at the end of the day, I still got a family to feed 
and my family's depending on me. Mm-hmm. Y'all niggas just want a free ride. But instead of giving y'all a free ride, I'm going to make y'all, I'm going to put y'all to work. Right. Maverick Carter just signed with uh, Rock Nation. Did I hear that? Did he? That, I think that, I, didn't hear I that. think that's what I what I saw. Like he he's a part of Rock. I'm not sure if it's Rock Nation management or just you know the whole Live Nation Rock Nation thing. Okay. Rich Paul, this dude just like within like the past two years became one of the most powerfulest people in the NBA. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and his his um his his sports agency just partnered with uh was it you you. A Is, big a, a big uh, Hollywood agency. They partnered up now. ICM? No, 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 no. Um, I have to look that up. Yeah. Yep. About to look it up right. But now. at the same time, like this is what this and on some real like LeBron is giving everybody the blueprint for black success, in my opinion, especially within the within the sports world. It's like, yeah, I'm LeBron James. Anybody who's attached to me is set for life in a sense. But at the same time. Instead of just being attached to me, you know what? Allow me to to put you in a position where you can make your own mark. Right. Hence, Rich Paul. You got the NCAA changing the rules because of one person. I mean, that's in my opinion, that's that's game changer worthy. You know what I mean? And now I was I was never a LeBron fan, but on the court, I'm not a LeBron fan because. He's, he doesn't play with the Sixers. But, like, LeBron James, the man himself, fuck with him heavy. Right. And especially with this, with that theory of um, you know, him playing with his son, I feel like that's, like, the ultimate chess move. Right. Look, he, he, like, he's, like, the ultimate chess player when it comes to this NBA. Mm-hmm. And I can fuck with him on that. But um, real quick, that... Mm-hmm. The the firm, the Hollywood firm that Rich Paul's agency is partnered with is UTA. UTA, I've never heard of them. Yeah, but all right, they like a major Hollywood firm. Yeah, so now it's it's about to be bigger than just basketball. Damn, like he's he'll probably be signing actors and shit soon. So I wonder if Space Jam Two is that under UTA? Is that uh, under clutch UTA? Uh, yeah, I know. Of? I know it's under clutch. I know they like LeBron is like LeBron and they they're like executive producers on this joint. They've already fired one of the directors. They fired the first director and brought it. Like this is their project. This is this is their <laughs> they project. got um ah, the brother who did Best Man Malcolm Lee. Okay, he's a director now. I saw that uh two weeks ago, well, a couple weeks ago. I, I saw that. I'm like, all right. You know, I'm a, I'm a Malcolm Lee fan when it comes to films. Black director, right. fuck with him. Right. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, just just the again, how how LeBron moves like you can't not yeah, like his, him. His business, his his he he has, I mean, one of the best, and not, I don't think just not just out of athletes, just mm-hmm. period. He has an amazing business acumen. Like he really knows. He really understands business, and even even if he doesn't, mm-hmm. he's been smart enough to put people around him that do. Yeah, and I'm saying like, I was just ready to say that like this dude doesn't have a college education, right? You know, he went to high school and you know did his thing, but he was one of those, I guess, one of those fortunate people that had the right people around him. 
But and he I, was smart enough to be like, all right, I don't need y'all anymore. Thank you for your support. Now it's time for me to help my team out. Right. You know I mean? I, but I just remember like him like early in his career, like you would see him, you know, he he was whatever, like talking with Warren Buffett mm-hmm. and things like that. Like just I guess, you know, getting that game that, you know, he was in a position to get. So but that's that's yeah. So and, you know, you're you're a you're a football coach and you have football experience, you have a, a, a very vast sports knowledge. If you could sit down with LeBron for a day, what would you ask him? What would I ask? I don't think I would ask him. I wouldn't ask him. I probably wouldn't talk to him about sports. I don't think I would ask him a lot of sports questions. I would ask him more about business. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, how did he go about making some of what, like, what? I guess I would ask him, like, what goes into his decision making process? Mm hmm. More than anything. I mean, I'm sure we would talk some ball. I might ask him some questions. I might get on his nerves. I might ask him why he ain't take a couple shots, you know. Right. But I would mainly just talk to him. I would want to know about his business sense because I'm not yeah, about sure. to lace him. I'm not about to lace him up anytime soon to be trying to make it to the NBA. So that right. wouldn't really be my line of questioning. It right. would just be more about, you know, his, 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 you know, how he goes about trying to handle his business as far as decisions he makes, processes, you know. Mm-hmm. Cause he got a lot of other stakes and companies and stuff like that. Like he definitely he will, he will he'll be a billionaire soon. Oh yeah, very very soon. First NBA billionaire. Well, isn't Jordan a billionaire? Oh shit, yeah. Did, did, didn't he? Didn't he? Did he get to the billionaire status yet? I thought uh, he did. I thought he did. Yeah, yeah I thought he did. But yeah, he'll be younger than Jordan was. This is true. That's for and sure. he won't be investing. Well, that, I know that was another Michael Jordan. Yeah, that wasn't that was, the yeah. Michael Jordan. A lot of people thought was Jordan was investing in shit. prisons, but right. he wasn't. It wasn't him. It was that the was white, white guy Michael named Jordan. Michael Jordan. Got you. Speaking of white guys, uh, today, today's Saturday, as you know, for, for the people who listen on Monday. Right. Um, Epstein. Pulled the plug on himself. Hey, if you, if you, oh, no, come on. Come on, man. Allegedly, how does a guy who already tried to commit suicide and mm-hmm. while in prison, you're on suicide watch? Mm-hmm. How do you commit? How do you hang yourself? Somebody, I forgot who put it up there, but they said that he pretty much he literally took his conspirators' names to the grave. Uh, Bro, do you see who? He, this is what I mean, like. Dude, and it's crazy because Donald it, Trump is the fucking devil, bro. Donald Trump? <laughs> I'm you just think saying. This is just Trump? I'm, Fan, I'm, he, 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 he's the first one. Who, he's the first one that comes to mind. Do you see who this man is linked to? This man is linked to princes. <laughs> Heads of state please, all over. Please the, put me up on game. Heads of state all over the world, please bro. Put this put me up on game. Please on names. Don't, please don't. Bill Clinton. <laughs> number one. <laughs> Who else? Bro, hold up. I'm about to see if I can just get a little list real quick going of who, of who, he, who's he? Look, man. So, all right, I'll, I'll say this. Any, all right, can, is this safe to say? Any white man that has power and money? I don't know about any, but a lot Quite of Quite damn few. A lot of them. <laughs> a lot of them, bro. A, a lot of them. God, like he's he's the, he's 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 rubbing those. Bill Clinton, Prince Andrew, 
Donald Trump, <laughs> hedge fund billionaires, Glenn Dubbin. It's it's a lot of people, man. Like him not him not testifying mm-hmm. is paramount, bro. You you couldn't you didn't want him on record talking. You didn't so, want him. So yeah, and, and here so we go. Like he it, had it, the fate of the world in his hands. He had the fate of a lot of people in his hands. Like and this is for the people who don't know, like for the people even though like, all right, well, how do you know some and then I saw somebody said the cameras sort of mal, uh malfunction at the time of the suicide. Sure it did. So and even if it was like even if it was a situation where he actually did commit suicide, mm-hmm. watch Godfather Two and you'll understand how you can still it can still be other hand other people at play and you oh, commit yeah. suicide. Oh yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? So shit. I'll I'll say this. Like if all right, if he didn't kill himself, then Either somebody did it, obviously. Right. Or this motherfucker's on his way to Marbella, Spain. <laughs> yeah, right. Or <laughs> he, he's on that, his way to his place you know what's crazy? where there's no you know, extradition. You know what's crazy? Like, remember I was telling you I was watching that um, this show on HBO, right? Years and years? Years and years, yeah. Like, basically, this 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 uh, lead, this person comes and takes power in Britain. Mm-hmm. And over the years, it becomes, like, basically a totalitarian state, dictatorship. Mm-hmm. And... She's doing a lot of sneaky evil shit behind the scenes, but at pretty much, I don't want to. I'm, I'm about to spoil it. Fuck it, go ahead. Spoiler, but, spoiler, spoiler. But you, you should still go watch it. Spoiler. But yeah. basically, they catch her at the end. But as she's being led out mm-hmm. into or being led into whatever prison she goes in, people speculate that it's not actually her. Mm-hmm. That she's still out there. She actually was put on a plane and sent somewhere. So I mean, we, I, I mean, in this not day surprised. and age, nothing would surprise me anymore. Like nothing, I, I'm not, I'm not surprised anymore. Shit. The only thing that surprises me is people's faith in politicians. I can't believe that people still trust politicians. <laughs> I don't. I can't for the life of me. I can't figure it out. Like how people still trust politicians. I don't understand it. And they still want us to vote. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't. That's don't that's what it. kills me. Is like I don't get it. We all know that politicians lie. Right. We all know that. Right. Like, you really got to be, like, like crawling out of, like, a sewer from, you know, whatever to really believe in politicians or even to believe that politicians are, are telling the truth. But why do we still insist on telling other people that you should vote? Because people don't. People can't see another way. Like, mm-hmm. the, people can't get on board with the anarchist approach mm-hmm. to basically, like, if everybody just stopped paying taxes and everybody stopped voting, what, you know, what I mean, people think that that would just, oh, it would cause chaos. It would, I mean, we're already in the midst what I call organized chaos. Yeah. You see what the fuck? This, all right, we're we going to get into some more of this shit, but we had it. Two mass shootings yeah. this past weekend, mm-hmm. right? Then there was some... Yesterday, we was watching the world news, and some some white guy wanted to really... He really wanted to exercise his white privilege. So this motherfucker went to a Walmart carrying a AR-15, and he had a sidearm with a bulletproof vest on. And his claim was that he wanted to go to see... or He wanted to test to see if Walmart still honored the Second Amendment. Or Second Amendment rights. 
So he's like, yeah, I'm surprised that everybody was so scared. It's like, motherfucker, you you know what happened Sunday or Saturday and Sunday, right? Right. And you still want to see if Walmart is going to honor their, the, the, the Second Amendment, right? But, all right, so since we are uh, we talking Second Amendment, do you think that it should become illegal to own firearms? No, because... I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer in protecting my home. I agree, right? Um, and even protecting my person. You know what I mean? Like, especially with everything that's going on today, I'm not out to to cause terror or cause harm to anybody. Right. But if it's brought to me, I know how to fight it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I, I was. It, it's funny that you asked that question because I brought that up to my mom. Like me and my mom was having this conversation, and she was like, "All right, so in your eyes." What do you think we need to do? I'm like, well, first of all, us as black people, we need to learn self-sufficiency. Um, and that's through through economics, through through agriculture, the whole nine. We need to learn self-sufficiency so we don't have to rely on, quote unquote, the man. Right. Okay. And I'll ask you this. Where do you think is the is the safest place in the city? City suburb wherever where do you think the safest place will be in the case of something or just safest in general place, the safest place in the city for a black person or in general well i can only answer this through the eyes of a black man i don't know that any place is particularly safe rightfully so you know what i'm saying so that's kind of tough because mm. I mean, if I'm in, if I'm not in the right kind of car out in the suburbs, I can, I'm subject to get shot by the cops. This is true. So, I mean, I can get shot by the cops in the inner city as well, but it's like, it's really, I don't know. Like only place I feel safe is close to my gun. Exactly. The safest place to me, the safest place is a gun shop or a gun range. You know what I mean? Cause that's just, but here, do, all right, but. Do you think the world is less safe now than it was when we was growing up? Hell no. Do I think it's less safe? Do you think oh, it's sorry. less safe now, now than it was when we were growing up? Yes. Yo, I don't. I think it was, yo, I think it was just as much, if not more, dangerous when we were little than it is now, bro. How so? I just think shit is just so highly publicized now. Mm. And... You know and, what? And with this, Good and point. with social media, news travels faster. Good point. But like, yo, shit was crazy when we was growing up too. This it is was true. Cra- it, 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 everything. And a lot of us as kids, we wasn't we wasn't really privy, wasn't to, privy to it. Right. But it was like right. it was it was dangerous as shit too. When we was growing up. I okay. Think, I think we was. Knock here. All right. I got it. But no, finish your point. But I, I think you know what I'm saying. I really think like we had. Just as much, if not more, shit to worry about than they do now. I just, mm. aside from these mass shootings that's happening, right? I think the last, the the first mass shooting that I remember, other I than remember. the shit in history, was um, Columbine. Columbine. That's the first one I can yeah. remember. It's Columbine. I was in fifth grade when that happened. Yeah, I was in eighth, no, seventh, seventh grade. When was Columbine? Columbine was ninety. Eight ninety nine. I was in like sixth grade, seventh grade. Yeah, okay. sixth grade, seventh grade. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna take a quick break to uh, let Malcolm in and join the conversation. This is No Vaseline podcast. We'll be right back.
Alright, then we back. No Vaseline Podcast. Podcast gives you the raw truth, even in first life from two and files. Me, cool guy P. And joining us, Malcolm. That's right. So, um, Malcolm, before you came in, we was talking about um, how things are. Well, in, Antoine asked this question of, do you think, like, ask the question again. I'm, I'm, I'm going to fuck it up. But ask the, the question. Uh, the question we left off on? Yeah. I was asked, I asked, um, Chris, do you think that it's less safe it's, it's less safe now than it was when we were kids? Do you think, you know, do you think it's less safe out here than it was when we were kids? So think back to the 90s. Yes, I, I think so. Okay. Mm, I I'm, think so. Okay. So, like, what makes you feel like that? Um, or what makes you think that way? I think, all right, for, for example, you got to say... Um, the population has grew, so I mean, it's going to be more gun violence. It's going to be more people with guns. It's going to be more the probability of more people with mental uh, mental conditions that, that makes them want to do something crazy or off the off the wall. That's increased. Um, I think that. Um, <laughs> no, I'm serious. No, I'm laughing. No, I put on your theme so. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not hot though. I'm not hot though. Um, not yet. But um, you smell like it. <laughs> That's oh, not that's the aura. Uh, but um, it's a green aura. Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> uh, but but also I think like um, sexual like sexual predators like that whole that that's increased with mm. um. But then then again I'm not sure. Cause I know when we were young it was a lot of missing kids. That's what I'm of, saying. Like that's that's where I like when I th- when I think about it I'm like, yo, it was a lot of wild shit. A lot, a lot of yeah. wild shit going on. Yeah. when We were young too. Like right. it was a lot of wild and people were out more. Yeah, and, and this it, is true. I think social media might portray to make it. Seem like it might be worse. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. That's what I was saying. I think, I think with everybody being so connected through social media and things being publicized more now on mm-hmm. with, on, on news, I feel like it's it's made to seem like it's way more dangerous today than it was when, like, say, late eighties, nineties, when right. we were kids and were babies and growing up. Right. I feel like it's it was just as dangerous. Yeah. See, I, I feel like r- real quick. Uh, Sammy Perillo said the internet has made everything known. You can't even fart without someone knowing it right. today, um, which is true. Yeah. But I feel like like back in the day, like back in the nineties, I felt like it was. Yeah, I think we were safer back then, just like we said earlier, because we wasn't privy to what was really going on, and everybody's outside, everybody's playing, or everybody has. I know for us, like we were always outside. Yeah, we had had this certain level of innocence because we were outside playing. But does not, but but just because we didn't understand, yeah. To to me, just because we didn't understand what was going out going on, didn't make us safer. It just made us oblivious to it. This is true. You know what I'm saying? Didn't we weren't necessarily safer. We just didn't know. Right. And that's not necessarily safe. That's just not knowing. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Cause like hmm. Malk said, yo, kids. I remember kids was getting snatched like yeah. crazy, missing yeah. chills, missing kids. It was it was wild back. Remember the remember the milk cartons, yeah, the milk yeah. cartons. Yeah. or even the, the the postcards that says uh, it was like one eight hundred the loss, right? Yeah. yeah, like that was wild, and yeah. it was like crazy type murders that went on back then too. Yeah, so I mean, it, the optics or the optics of it, yeah, it looks like now it's way it's, not, it's nowhere near as safe as it was before. But to me, I think. 
it's just with it's just the way the way things are publicized now the way things are portrayed mm-hmm. and the way things are reported like we we weren't we didn't grow up in a 24-hour news cycle right this is true now now we're in a 24-hour news cycle so news information data is constant constant so yeah. i feel like that's why we you know we're connected so you you know you're hearing about everything happening everywhere all at once yeah, yeah. i think it's new types of dangers and i would agree with that, that also yeah it's like it's new what, types of dangers like what, what would those dangers be like for example now we got the internet you got predator people that prey on the internet who are predators mm-hmm. and who real people in and real teenagers in the lower men like you catfish yeah. and, and you're right there so you right. go there Which you is, go that's definitely that's definitely something to be worried about yeah um what else um but um since we've kind of since we kind of scraped the surface i guess mm-hmm. we might as well go into the topics yeah sure. topic let's, let's the main it. topic for the night show and uh basically yeah. is are, are 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 we are we are we being too are we too comfortable with the with all this rise in technology like will mm-hmm. will 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 the rise in technology ultimately result in our demise I would say so, but I, I know you have more questions. If you want to, I mean, but no, I mean, we could just start talking about it. We can go yeah. into the questions as they come up. I mean, I would agree. I would say yes, because man, I'm just looking down the line. You know, mm-hmm. twenty, thirty years from now, and I'm trying to figure out what is everybody going to do for a living. Right. Y'all I, remember that movie Wally? Yeah. There you go. And I, 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 be, I believe it, it's leading to our demise. I believe not only is it going to lead to our demise, but it's been written. It's already been like our civilization. That's how the civilization is going to be ended. It's right. through technology. Like every civilization ends some dramatic way. But I think technology is going to be our demise. And I believe people knew that and are kind of leading us down that way. That's through, you can tell through, um, through entertainment. It's like the Terminator. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean, like the Skynet. I mean, literally, it's, they're creating Skynet right now. Right. You know what I mean? Like trying to turn anything into autom- Actually, automation is Skynet. Automation. Yeah. I mean, I was mm-hmm. just um, I was just watching this documentary uh, or the vice a vice special report yeah. on the future of jobs, and it started out with these these this guy these guys who are um, automating trucks. It's like they're close. They're like maybe two three years out from having trucks be fully automated i heard about you talking 18 wheelers yeah yeah you're, that's gonna put like 1.2 million people out of jobs yeah, yeah. i heard i heard budweiser has been doing that they've been letting cave been automatedly auto, um computer drive uh, right. cars so i mean oh my God. you know like self-driving like the self-driving cars and stuff is all there so yeah like companies like uber won't even need drivers anymore this is true actually with the new car that tesla's um coming out with it's i i heard some type of program where you can't keep the car as soon as your lease is up or as soon as you know a couple years down the line you take the car back to tesla and those are the cars that uber is going to be used for the automated cars wow they're actually going to be taking all information that they're from you driving they're going to take your your information and kind of like when you play a a video game you play a fighting game Mm -hmm. and the computer learns you so you can fight yourself yeah kind of like that oh my god like I, i was telling antoine like Two weeks ago, I was I updated my resume and I started, you know, putting fillers out there like on Craigslist. Right. So tell me why it's a company in LA. This again, this is on Craigslist that they're looking for people who have experience in like setting up AI. So pretty much it's like, damn, 
kind of popped here but pretty much it's like all right we're going to have you set this up so this way now we have an automated employee that we don't have to pay wimbledon a couple months ago probably about a month month and a half ago wimbledon had ai artificial intelligence be able to edit and cut and post highlight reels of the current match wow and he's like yeah you know ai's able to do it faster than a human so i'm like well there goes our jobs as as creatives and all of that i'll give you another one wix i've been i've 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 made damn near my second my my third hustle through wix and that was designer websites now and this is like this started like two years ago wix has it where they have ai set up and design a website for your company Hmm. this isn't like some 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 preset uh themed websites that are already done right this is actual shit where it's like this is my logo and ai will be able to design a website that complements your logo well that that's that's crazy but you know it's what? It's called like, like Wix API or something yeah, like that. I, I use Wix, and mm-hmm. I, I can see how they they I can see how they can do that. You know what I mean, but it, it's it's crazy because I see this happening. But I'm always reminded that nature always nature always uh, control and, and comes back in control. Mm-hmm. I believe so. In the so, words of Poison Ivy, nature always wins. Yeah, mm-hmm. nature always wins. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? Funny so, that you bring up nature, but we touched on it last show. The five G towers that are killing bees. Mm, yeah, it's like yeah, nature does seem to always find a way. But the way in which I see nature finding a way is by basically more storms, mm-hmm. the rising of the with the pollution, the rising the uh, the, the temperature. Basically, that the, at some point nature is going to purge itself of us. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like you know what I mean. Like so, is this why? So is this why? a lot of you know prominent the one percenters right are looking to get sh- like they're, they're pretty much like looking to move to another planet i mean that's it makes sense it, i mean i would say so if if i could if i if i had the type of money and i could because i mean we're past the point of no return like mom yeah, said last week we're Very past the last show we're past the point of no return like mm. we can't undo what we've done eventually this shit's gonna all go to it's gonna all destroy the earth is gonna purge itself at some point in time because the earth's not gonna go anywhere no now do do y'all remember this movie called elysium yep yeah i was just thinking about that yeah as we were sitting here talking because you you brought up something when we were talking about this earlier about like what's going to happen to the human like if all right all of the jobs and all like all companies are automated mm-hmm. automated shit automated ceos damn near right what's so what's going to happen to the human what 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 role does the human have in the tech society i mean right now the best role you have is as a coder right or you know or somebody who can who understands how to build and operate these robotics or this automation other than that you don't have a role right because if you can't do that the job that is being programmed to do is your job yeah. taking your job so my thing is this 
why don't we have the automated soldier yet oh i believe it's coming yeah like one thing i was when i was watching the doctor uh device special like things that we we the things that seem hard to us right are easy to computers like yeah playing chess like that's easy because they can just quickly they'll go through all the simulations and pick out the best move mm -hmm. but let's say something like picking up my phone that's harder for a robot that's harder for a robot to do. China right. has a robot that shoots jump shots. Yeah, okay, shooting jump shots yeah, is different, but just simply picking something up right. with enough with enough grip to hold it, but not enough grip to break it. That's harder for a robot. This is true. Yeah, I mean they're close to developing things for. Once that happens, it's over. Yeah. So once you once they and I'm sure they have things in development that you know because whatever technology they're releasing, they have technology that they're not releasing. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure they have the. The robot soldier, the hybrid cyborg, RoboCop type yeah, yeah. soldier already. Once they make the that, it's a wrap. Like once they make like they can like bond humans and robots together, it's it's a wrap. They already I saw they got the the she, like got the jet the sex pack. dolls. They got the I exactly. saw that. You saw that it went like 120. I forgot how far it went, but it was going up like 120 miles per hour. The jet pack. Yeah, that's crazy. He was in Japan or yeah, something. something like that, that shit was crazy. Wow. Like, like it, it don't look like the regular. The big bulky joint. No, it like, was yeah. like he's flying with right near helicopter. Like, right, it was crazy. Oh shit! So when when it's, when that's mass produced, it's like so, I mean, oh my god, it's, it's wild. And then they're going to have to create law enforcement for that shit because to regulate the shit. Right. Because now speaking of law, I was watching. They got a company called Law Geeks, okay. which is ba basically removing the paralegal or the legal aid. I mean, the legal the the assistant because. It had the the guy was operating the software and it had an actual lawyer, mm -hmm. and they they was both went through two NDA agreement, two NDAs at the same time, and basically they had to go through and find the mistakes. Mm. The computer did it faster, of course, at better accuracy than the actual lawyer. Mm. Oh my! So we haven't reached a point now where a computer can pass the bar, but 10, 15 years from now you may go to court. And it, you be dealing with a computer, it might even be a jury. So, so stuff like that is like you really can't bank on human error, or even to have any some kind of like any some sort of like compassion right. for it's the straight, defendant. Straight cut, it's straight right. cut, like. You done, bro. And like when you were talking about the how Wimbledon, Wimbledon had the, the automation with the cameras. They, I mean, they're doing that in movies now. Yeah. They're using the robotic cameras. Yeah. Like it's like and that's another question I wanted to ask. Like what like will this rise and with rise in the speed at which technology is advancing, will it ultimately hurt human creativity and human improvisation? It, I, it, I I feel like it will. Because it's like no matter how good you think you are, there's always a robot who can take your shit and make it better. You know what I'm saying? Shit, it's, I mean, obviously, there's people who can do that now. Yeah. But it's like imagine a gang, like a, a group of creatives coming together to like join the forces to go up against a robot in a some sort of some some sort of creativity contest. Mm -hmm. I mean by the way things are looking that creative group is just going to lose out right you know what i mean yeah i, I believe in mass it will you know mm -hmm. but i think it's always going to be people who adapt and who can evolve around that 
and you can figure a way in, in, in to maneuver it either inside the system or find mm -hmm. a way to control it. I mean, but I think in the mass, it is. It's going to hurt. It's definitely going to hurt us. I think, like, I feel like now is the time where, like, we we all want to know, like, what's the solution? What's the solution? What's this? Uh, to me, the only solution to any of this shit, rectifying any of this shit, and I'm talking through the eyes of a black man who's talking to his people, bro. We need to understand legal legal paperwork as far as the laws and shit go. And like we need to me, it seems like the only alternative is to abandon society and return to nature. Like yeah. living off the land full time, bro. Like if that means going back but to how, mud houses and shit like that. But like, how can we do that when the air is polluted? I'm or even I'll say the environment is polluted. I, well, I, I think like uh, yes, I agree. It's definitely polluted. It says there is pollution, but it's polluted because we continue to depend on the convenience. Like this pollution yeah. is due to the fact that we want the convenience. Yeah, this is true. You know true. what I mean? Like yeah, we, very true. We want e. We want everything easier. So this is, true. This is why the 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 state of the world continues to deteriorate. Because, mm -hmm. like I said, I was watching the, the the show on HBO, and I suggest everybody go watch this show. It was a brief uh, mini series called Years and Years, mm -hmm. and it basically talked about it. Basically, shows London over years in the future how they how people lose their they start losing more and more rights, more and more jobs because of convenience. Mm -hmm. And this is grandmother who's talking to a family, and she says, "It's your it's you guys' fault. It's your fault that this happened because." When they took the cashier away and gave you the self-checkout, mm -hmm. you didn't complain. You didn't stop going to the store. You wanted the convenience. All mm -hmm. right, so think about it. They took away the cashier. They're going to take away the stock clerk. They're going to take, take away the stock clerk soon. Mm -hmm. They're going to take, you know what I mean? All of these, slowly but surely, every the need for human interaction is going to deteriorate and withdraw and go back. And it's going to be a robot doing your job yep. to the point that there are no more jobs for you to do. It's going to be robots building you, buildings. Yeah. Exactly. So then what will you do? Like, and, and one thing, um, like, I forgot who said it. I think Voltaire said it. Work keeps us from three evils. Mm. Um, violence, boredom, mm. and what was the third one? Oh, I can't remember what the third one was. Laziness? No, no, because that's boredom. Oh, yeah, that's true. Violence. It was violence, boredom, and... Um, Rebellion, I guess. Okay. Mm. And it's like, because most people, you find purpose in what you do. Even if this you aren't doing what you really want to do, even if you're just doing something in the meantime while you try to get to what you're trying to do, you still find purpose in being able to do something while you work on what it is you're trying to get That's to. True. Very true. So what's going to happen when everything's automated and people don't have a purpose anymore? Like, this mass, is where I said, suicide. you know, will this... Will 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 this rise in technology lead to a dystopian future? Mm -hmm. Definitely will. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. where we're living like 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 the sci fi movies we grew up yeah. watching, yeah, bro. Exactly. Like Demolition Man Real and shit. fucking Judge like, Dredd, fucking Dredd, Terminator. Terminator. Judge, Terminator, wow. Judge yeah. Dredd, like it seems and it's like as crazy as that shit seemed when we watched them growing up, it seems now like this is where we're headed. Yeah, but remember mm -hmm. you heard the, the uh, book 1983? Yeah, 84. Not 84, yeah, yeah 94. Yeah, yeah, that just George, yeah, George Orwell. Yeah, like they predicted a, a bunch of stuff that's going on now. Hmm. I mean, like, and it's crazy to make it's it's crazy to make seem like they they actually predicted it and it but 
it just seems too close to reality. I mean, and I agree with what you're saying about how a best thing to do is is detach from society because if we do it now, the better. The sooner we do it, the better because we wait until, yeah, I mean, it gets crazier. It's going to be harder. Right. It's going to be much harder. I mean, and and when society does collapse, you know, the people who won't be affected by it, the people that actually never even got left, got to society, the people living on those islands that haven't been touched, inhabited, they're living life like it's golden right right now. You know what I mean? How about that? Believe thinking that airplanes are gods. Right. You know what I mean? Because they see them dropping shit. You know what (laughs) I mean? Like, and they they just living life like it's it's nothing. Wow. You know, I I I didn't I didn't even think about like the people that are like the um. It was these, these these people that were living on this island, and then one guy came over and they yeah, killed him. They India. killed him. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking about when yeah. you said that. And I, and I wasn't even when you said it. Like before you said, it, I wasn't even thinking about that. But now you said it, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, because like those those type of people, or we, we call those like the Aboriginal people. Mm-hmm. Like those are the type of people where like they have their own their own government, their own you know their own way of life. Right. And it works for them. And here we come trying to impose our idea of what it means to have the high quality of life onto them. Right. And it's like, no, this is why we killed y'all because we don't want none of that shit. And guess who? <laughs> guess who? Who restarts the civilization once society ends? Those people. How about that? And all those those same. That's why it's the same thing. Every type of society come back up. They come off the same type of background, the same same basis, because they mm-hmm. offer of those same people. Speaking of that, like, just just going back to like the Aboriginal people and in that one guy who who brought, you know, who who was bringing quote unquote bringing the gospel to the to, to the Aboriginal people on that on that island. Maybe they knew what that person's ancestors did to maybe their ancestors. I mean, more than likely. They probably got a... um, My bad. No, go ahead. Go ahead. They they might have like some type of myth where it's like Mm -hmm. they see these white people coming as evil. So every time they come up, they got to kill them. Wow. I mean, that might be something that's passed down from generations. Mm -hmm. It's these stories of these evil white folks. Kind of like in the the Mayans. You know what I mean? How they saw people coming, but they saw them coming, you know what I mean, as, as peaceful. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why they accepted them. Wow. And one thing that's not spoken of... It was. It wasn't just they saw white people. They saw people of color who could speak languages, who could speak the language coming with them, mm-hmm. as like being that go between between them. Right. And that's what caused them to trust them. Because I don't think they would have just. I don't like we get we get that story like oh we were just so stupid right. that we could not. Nah, they had people yeah. that looked like them with them navigate. Because how else do you think they was able to find it? Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they have, like, Christopher Columbus had Moors on shit on the shit with him. Right. And who the Moors look like. Exactly. So, <laughs> people that can speak the language. You know what I mean? So, right. that's why we that's why he were able to get get us to drop our guards down. Yeah. If I say us, I do mean us when I talk about the indigenous right. people they found yeah. over here when Columbus first came. That's what I was looking for. Not Aboriginal, but Indigenous. indigenous. My, bad. Yeah. My bad. I mean, that's the Aboriginal yeah, Indigenous is oh, all the same one thing? title. Okay, same okay. Thing. But just just going back to this um, dystopian thing because it's like I said, for me, my 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 foretelling of it was was the movie Wally, you know, where everybody was just fat and lazy, mm. and their idea of working out was sitting 
fattest shit watching the workout video. I mean, that's where we, that's where we at. That's where we are now. That's where I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, that's just what it is now. Instead of like another another example, instead of like really pursuing your dream or like the 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 route or the the tactic of pursuing your dreams, right? It's all through Instagram. I mean, know? just look at. It's Ta- not. It's not. We're not seeing. We're not seeing people actually putting the work in. We're just right. seeing the result of the, it. And it's perception. like, oh, yeah. And it's like, oh, I can do that too. Let me put shit up and try to build my followers up, and then the bread will come instead like, of just actually putting work into right, your craft. Like, people aren't eating right and mm-hmm. working out to get the bodies they want. They're simply going to the doctor, getting fat taken from one portion of their body pumped into another portion of their body mm-hmm. like i remember when i was in an accident and i had to go to a, um i had to go see a doctor down 15th and locust mm-hmm. and i had to go to he, i had to go to his office a few times to see him to get my neck looked at and i remember sitting in the in the room waiting for him to come in and i look over it's a machine it's called the body sculptor oh, shit. and i'm like oh shit so this is what they using to get their bodies to look a certain way. Like, I'm not sure how it works. I'm not sure. Like, I guess they use something to, like, freeze fat and it, like, trims yeah. the fat off you or something like that. I'm not yeah. sure how it works. But it's like, oh, this yeah. is what they use. And on top of going to get the going to, to get the surgeries and get mm-hmm. the body, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's it's crazy. Like, this the, tech, the, the technology is breeding laziness at an this unprecedented amount. Very true. You know, kids don't. I was watching this. Just bring me. Now, I was watching Real Sports mm. on HBO, and they were talking about how video game addiction is is a real thing now. It's really recognized now as a mental health issue because mm-hmm. kids they don't, they don't want to do anything else but play video games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now it's that kid wanting all that money from playing getting yeah, playing Fortnite, right. and that's gonna make yeah. it worse because everybody. Right. I mean, the perception. And, man, whatever happened to no? No, I, I can't say that because never mind. I, I, like I think about, mind. I think <laughs> back to it because like our video games. While we thought like, yo, this the the graphics is crazy. I can't imagine being that young mm-hmm. and sitting in front of <laughs> like the games these kids are sitting in front of now. Like my yeah. my kids don't have they don't have any, we don't have any video games in the house and. I'm reluctant to get one. Like my son wants one, but I'm reluctant to get it for him. I, hold out, bro. I really am reluctant to get it for <laughs> hold him because out. I was I come I, I like if I I come over here and I play my I'll play my brother game if I want to play video games. I haven't had a video game system in like ten years. I, right. I I haven't had a game system since like 2009, 2010, wow. probably. I just I I stopped playing them, but I can't imagine being. 10, 11, 12, younger than that, playing because this shit looks so real. Yeah. yeah. It feels so real. You got the headphones on. What did we used to do back in the day? Like, we'll play a video game and what do we do after that? We had to, I, for go me, I had to go outside and emulate the game. Exactly. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't exactly. just keep playing it all right. day. Like, still your imagination going. Yeah, now right. I was like, yo, I got to go out here. We would go out and actually play the video game outside <laughs> mm-hmm. of real life like yeah. we wouldn't just p- sitting here and Sit play there it all and play, day fight, act like we mortal Kombat. right or after a while i know for a while i know my grandma yell down and say oh yeah i've been on that game long enough it's <laughs> yeah. time to go out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, i go outside gotta go to outside. you gotta, gotta go, go outside you're running my electric bill up i gotta go outside but now they, they you know and then 
we couldn't like all right let's say we got a, a new game came out mm-hmm. you know we would play it for a while but then after a while be like yo i want to go tell them about the game yeah so i gotta leave because you couldn't tie the line up so you right. gotta go go right. out go outside to find your friends and tell them about the game now mm-hmm. yo log in right log on again yeah. about to log on now you and 20, 30 of your friends are all playing a game together at the same time. You don't even got to move. You don't even got to go nowhere. And, I mean, it's a good and bad to that. It is, it, yeah. Because, like, the good of it is, you know, you don't have any screen jotters. Shout out to Louis Locks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> James, Dewan, Sean, Will, all y'all niggas. But anyway, um, that's, that's one good thing, and you're still keeping in contact with your homies. But the bad thing is, is y'all don't have that human to human interaction, right, right? Like physical in person interaction. It's all through a headset, mm-hmm. and that that's what that. In my opinion, that's corny. You know what I mean? But like I said, it's the good thing. It's you got to find balance in in everything. Yeah. And right now, the way technology is going. There's no balance. It shift, the balance is shifting and it's not yeah. in a favorable way. It's right. Just, right. Unless you create something yourself, but at the same time, even creating something, like even the DIY movement can get automated in some kind of way if you can program it right. Right. So it's just like, to to answer your question, like is, is technology leading, is too much technology leading to our demise? I would say so. Mm-hmm. Like at an, at an alarming rate. Um, is there a need for technology? I was I was telling my homie yesterday. I really feel like the way I see it, technology has reached its peak in a sense. Because as far as the um the usage when it comes to us, like what else is there for us that we need to have done by something that's not ourselves? Mm-hmm. See what that they just create they create shit. Yeah, like what? I mean, it, uh, or like, oh, so what you're saying is they'll create something yeah, they'll and they tell us that we need it. And it then convince we feed us that it. we need it exactly. Got you. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but that's pretty much the you know the the, the, the society's model. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's how you get rich. Yeah. F- if you can't fulfill it's a need, create a need, and that's and that's 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 the one thing that's that's the the, the problem is that you know what I mean, yeah. like they said, they got technology and shit we can use. You know what I mean, but people ain't gonna make money off of it because everybody right. can use it for free. Can use it for free. So you know, people want to people want to rule over other people. So people want that's where the capitalism comes in. So let me ask y'all, and this is just me playing devil's advocate. If you look at your if you look at your everyday life, what do you feel like you would love to have automated? Driving. That's already done. You have yeah yeah yeah. You got to sell driving com- cars. Yeah. What else? Autom- what would I want automated to make your life easier? I don't what want would you any- like automated. Yeah, nothing. I, I know what they're probably going to do though. That's probably going to be next. What's that? Something's going to feed you. Yeah, I don't want anything like, automated. Yeah. I'm cool. I don't mind doing what I have, to, whatever I have to do. I don't mind because, and, and I'm gonna tell you, like, there's a certain level of. I mean, it obviously, it's, you know, it's the endorphins and dopamines when you complete something that you put a lot of work in. It's like it's that that great feeling that you get when you complete a work. Right. If you have everything automated, you're not going to feel that that yeah. that feeling. You know what I mean? 
Um, and I, I that accomplishment to, to me, I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Antoine. I don't think I need anything automated. I don't want anything I don't, automated. I mean, I don't. Yeah, like, I don't want anything it's, automated. It's a good thing. Okay, we have this cell phone. If I'm across the world somewhere and if I want to see my family, I can pick up this phone and physically see my family. But everything else, I'm cool. Like, yeah, yeah like I agree with what I you said. Like, we've reached, I feel like we, we're cool. Like, we, we don't need to be any more technologically advanced than we already are. Unless it's some way that we can do what Malk said and have energy and stuff like that, that's everybody can use for free. Like now, if you're gonna start introducing automation in that sense, right, where everybody can thrive, mm-hmm. then yeah. all right, I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm for it. But if it's gonna, if you, if 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 this need to advance is going to displace so many, I'm cool. Just just so that CEO can save a couple right. dollars, right. You know what I mean? If you're, you're trying, if you if you want to create the new thing so bad that it's going to leave so many people without means to live, then I don't need to see that. I, that's not a win. I need to I need to see anybody Absolutely. get. You know what I'm saying? It's Absolutely. not worth it in the long run. So I don't. Um, yeah, I don't need anything automated other than uh, what we said you know what with being able to pick the phone up and, like I said, I think. We've got all the automation we need. Yeah, like, yeah. If, if let people drive trucks, like let people drive cars, let people do their own legal work, let lawyers, you know what I mean? We don't need to, but now one, I will give one, um, one check in the plus column for the automation. It was making surgeons job, like say surgery, right. much more uh, proficient and accurate, but now I got to give a check in the con side. We don't all have access to that kind of that this kind of true. healthcare. This is true. So, you know, that's another that's another problem in and of itself. Now, when it comes to I, all right, I, I see where you're going here. Like, I give a plus on the automation side to some of the self checkouts because the reason I say some is because there's quite a few of places that need automation because of shitty customer service yeah i.e like your fast food joints or yeah, even i mean like um i yeah. i want to say supermarkets but i don't want to say supermarkets i do but i feel like it's it's not i don't want to say it's not the cashier's fault that the attitudes are yeah, shitty it could be because the it is like, mm-hmm. it is ultimately you know you ultimately control your emotions and Absolutely. how you but i just feel like everything's just so kind of fucked up right now in terms of how people view certain shit like so you should be able to understand why that why that person not is necessarily no 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 you don't have to understand it and okay. you don't have to accept it i'm just saying sometimes like you know some of this shit is just a byproduct of where we are at in society right yeah, capitalism. You know what i mean with yeah like with this you know like it's, it's just thought about um we was listening to uh, part of Port of Miami too on the way over here, and Lil Wayne. I told you I pay. I love dialogue, so I pay yeah. attention to shit a lot. Lil Wayne said on a song with Rick Ross, he said, "I'm at Target practice, and you in Target shopping." Mm. So it's like you looking, you know what I mean? Like he, <laughs> you, I hate Wayne. You look at Wayne, you think rich rapper living a life and all that. Now he's looking down on somebody that's shopping at Target. Like I'm getting ready, and you bullshitting. 
not even not that. that. It's just I, I got all this money. I don't have to shop at Target. Right. Mm. You having to shop at Target must mean you're not doing something right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you 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 ain't getting money. You're not living like me. So you've done something mm. wrong. I'm living <laughs> like this. I can afford this. I've done something right. Mm. And not and, and that's how you know all rappers talk. That's how a lot of and then just the, the what we see you on watching movies and stuff. That's just what we're. That's just how we're taught to look at it. So yeah. If if you hear that, and he talking about shopping at Target, for what if you work at Target? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. How are you gonna feel about yourself because right. you work at Target? And there's one thing: you work at Target and it's a high school job. You're in high school, it's a job, or you're in college and it's a job. So right. another thing: if you're mid late twenties plus, and that's your main source of income, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You, you probably got kids to feed. Yeah, you know I mean your disposition is going to be different at work. This is mm-hmm. true. Now you do ultimately have a say. You don't have to. You know what I mean, you can work to pull yourself out of that, but everybody don't see it that way. Everybody mm-hmm. doesn't feel that way about themselves. Everybody doesn't feel like they're they're good enough to pull themselves from that. Right. So like I'm saying, so sometimes the shitty customer service is like a byproduct of everything. Like how that one domino right there can fall. Mm-hmm. And it could just lead in so many other places. Yeah, I I, I could see that. Now I mean, but I don't get me wrong. I don't like shitty customer service either. Right. But right. I'm just saying. I, I I see where you're going with that. Cause I've been that dude that worked at Target and had a bad day. Yeah. Not not now. I I was always good with not you know snapping not out it. on people yeah. who didn't deserve anything like that. But I've been that guy. I've been that guy having that shitty that shitty target job. At least to me, I felt I felt shitty at the job. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Having kids to feed and shit like that, and just not wanting to fucking do it today. And some people can keep that and deal with that and not take it out on people, and some people can't. Not right. saying that the people that can't are right for doing it. I'm just saying I know I can understand what that mindset is like to be in when mm-hmm. you're just working at a job and it's just not enough. Yeah, I mean. I hear what you're saying. I just feel differently, just just on the on the shitty customer service part, because <laughs> it turned into a shitty customer service conversation. And I, I I don't want no, it to no, be, but, but no, I, no, no, no. So I, I see what you're point. saying. But like for me, it's like, all right, all I'm doing, I, I'm just coming up to pay for my stuff, and if if I can have like a little small conversation with you, just to just to pass the time through while I'm in front of you, then by all means. But if I'm if I'm giving you respect and, and, and some kind of some kind of I don't want to say love, but just genuineness. Right. Right. I don't deserve the shitty attitude. Of course. Like, that's what we're saying. And we're not saying that's, that's you deserve, what kills me. We know we know you don't. No one. No one deserves a shitty attitude from someone who had nothing to do with giving them the shitty attitude. Right. No one does. Right. But I mean. It's just no different where it's like, man, you see how people drive now? Clueless. Crazy. Like, and some of that is due to the same stress as just being at the job. Like, it's just, like I'm saying, like, people's overall dispositions to me is directly correlates with society and where we are at as a, as people in, in, in society. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're overworked. We're, un- we're over everybody's overworked, overworked and underpaid and underappreciated this is yeah. true you know what i'm saying and some people except if you work for google or you work in tech or you know yeah, I was saying, if, you, if you work in tech then <laughs> you 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 pretty much work on vacation yeah, but see 
because I got a homie who works in tech, and he he just got let go for no reason. Oh shit. Mm. You know what I mean? He his, was, probably, his job was probably getting automated. He was doing good work for him, doing excellent work for him, going mm. above and beyond, and he just came back from vacation, and they let him go. Oh, shit. So that's what I'm saying. I'm not laughing at him. I'm laughing at that situation. What I'm saying is, is this, this shit comes from anywhere, bro. It can yeah. come from anywhere, everywhere. It's like the only, the only people that are living, truly living, yeah, some of them tech people are living because they – Cause I, I just watched another documentary about how they gentrify in San Francisco. Oh hell yeah! And it was like a yo, uh, fourteen hundred square foot property is going for like ten thousand a month yeah. in rent. Yeah, like that's it. That it's a little. I forgot the section in San Francisco now, but it's the richest section of land in the fucking world. I want to say. Palo Alto? No, 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 no. In oh. San Francisco. No, oh, no, no. In, not, not, not the... Not, not, the, not no, not, okay. not out. No, I'm talking a section of San Francisco gotcha, like a city. Yeah, in the in the city, okay. within the city. Okay. All the tech companies are moving there. But that's another Shit. bubble, bro. Yeah. That's yeah, gonna that burst. bubble's going to pop. All those tech companies are not going to be successful. That's going... They're not going to have sustained um, su- sustain success. It's the same, same thing as the dot-com bubble and, and the real estate bubble. It's like... My my thing is this. All right, if we if everybody knows about in the real bubbles, estate in, in real estate, you don't have long before real estate market crashes again yeah. too. You don't have long for that crashes again. But my thing is, and why, I did just why is it pass test and shit for that? But still, <laughs> but <laughs> I but when you but see, but this is another thing. You going low? When you understand, but when you understand the business, you exactly. understand that how to operate when it's booming and when it's in the bus right it's the ebb and flow right so what happened with the real estate was you just had so many people taking on those taking on loans that they really shouldn't have been given in the first place so then once that bubble burst people couldn't pay back what they owe and they lost everything but you know what i, I really feel like that that goes to corporate greed as well of course because it's like you know good and damn well that this person has a 480 credit score they should not you should not be trying to give that person a two hundred fifty dollar loan for a two hundred fifty thousand dollar loan for a house. Right. So at the time, like when that happens, like who's really at fault? The 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 new the the the, uh, the first home buyer or the the person who overseed and and okay this loan being given out. You know what I mean? You right. sitting there trying to collect a, a fat. You know, equity check at the end of the day, or, or whatever commission, or whatever you want to call it. So it's like that's like this. The, the reason this bubble bursts is because of your greed, in my opinion. Mm. You know what I mean? It, especially when they, all right. So we got this. We got this big tech bubble that's that's going on right now. You got apps and shit out the wild fucking zoo. Why is it that everybody? knows like they 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 would know about the bubble because of what's happened in the past why do we still well why do people still feel the need to try to capitalize off of it well because people try to capitalize off it because they understand that most people don't know Mm. most people most people don't pay attention to things like that why most people have they don't have enough time on their hands to pay attention to shit like that yeah so therefore the cycle continues it's a circle yeah. of life, right? Yep. And that was that was a well, Lion King Lion King pun. Don't see the live action movie, bro. 
I I was never don't. I was once I when I first I, heard that was an ADD moment. But when, don't, when don't. I first heard they were they were making a live action remake of the Lion King, I said, "Take me off the list. I, I have no interest in it." But the director, he killed the Jungle Book. I know this. This is real he ADD. Did, he did kill the Jungle Book, and it's okay because this is a this is our podcast, and we can really talk about whatever the hell we want. If you want to go off and talk about the Lion King, we can do so. He definitely did kill the Jungle <laughs> Book. He did excellent but, movie. But I just it was just something about the Lion King. I said I don't. And then honestly, I'm not gonna lie. When they when when they casted Beyonce as Nala, I said no. I Yo, don't want to see. She can't act. Prompter. She can't act. She can't, she can't, bro. She can't act. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry, Beehive, but Beyonce can't act. Shit, give me the smoke. Fuck it. She, she can't. Yeah, she act. can't. Um, That's not her twist. She, now, she's a hell of a singer, hell of if, a performer, but if, she can't act. If I had to choose between Beyonce and an automated voice, I'm going with the automated voice. <laughs> Acting. Acting. Okay. Not right. not singing or performance. We didn't <laughs> heard about. I mean, I'm if no Vaseline listeners out there, I'm pretty sure you heard the the epic battle. Of, of you know between Beyonce and Adele, right, we, we don't. Yeah, we, we, don't, we don't need to go back <laughs> we into that. Going back but, to that. Yeah, but I'm just saying, as far as acting, like I would rather hear an automated voice. <laughs> well, I mean, she kind of acts. She in sounded automated like voice. an automated. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree. She cannot. She's not acting. Is not her strong suit. So that's when I was kind of out. I'm like, nah. Like, yeah, y'all casted her because she's Beyonce. Right. Exactly. Like, like Lupita would have did a lot better, but anyway, going back to this, um, you know, to this to this tech conversation. Do you have? I'm pretty sure you have some more questions. Um, I kind of was kind of hit them all because we kind of you know how it affected environment, how it's right. going to affect jobs. I mean, through jobs will affect housing because if you don't have a job, you can't pay for Get your house. house. But I mean, I feel like the rise in tech now. Here's what I mean: Is it the ultimate white privilege? Because I watched a documentary. I watched about two or three different documentaries. Mm-hmm. Did not see a lot of people of color other than Southeast Asians. Yeah. Um, I, I really feel like it's it's the ultimate white privilege because it's like, okay, what's going on with politics? You have an uprising of people of color, right? When it comes to money, you're starting to see through through sports and entertainment you have a lot of people of color getting opportunities to generate lots of money so if i'm white and i'm low-key uh a supremacist in the sense where it's like i i love my people and i want to see my people thrive more than anybody else if i have that mindset i'm sitting here thinking of okay because we talked about this in the car what can i do to be ahead of the next like of the next uh, if i can be ahead of ahead of the curve of the next wave what can i do um figure out what, what figure out what people uh, do should find a way to um to make people's convenience easier either that or the average person don't know how to break anything down so, so breaking you, the first thing you just said I want to find out a way to make people's lives easier. Right. The best way to do that is what? AI. Automation. Yeah. All the shit Common is talking about in that nut-ass Microsoft commercial where we're flying and all this other bullshit. Yeah, uh, obviously, you know, Microsoft paid you to say that because mm-hmm. we're not flying. 
we're dying. This is where this is, <laughs> and this is where I feel like where like you combat this. Like me personally, like I can't speak for any rich black person I have, but if I was rich, like rich wealthy, if I was wealthy, I would be trying to get with other wealthy black people mm-hmm. and be trying to set up like as many places possible in major cities where i can teach young black kids what these young white kids are learning mm. so that we can compete in 20 years yeah this is why i took my kids to the apple cone camp i mean it was very very basic stuff like it wasn't yeah. anything complex at all it was very basic but i just wanted them to get a taste of it you know what i mean because they they're not getting the taste of it at the school and the schooling and now they're not right. they, you know what i mean they don't they don't know it they don't know much about it so like look and i'm telling them the whole time like we on the way back this is the future mm-hmm. you need to know how to program and to code at a high level if you want i said y'all talk about y'all want money when y'all get older i said you better learn how to code and how to program and Very how true. to hustle don't let don't 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 think that the hustle not gonna matter but in this and i'm telling her i said well one of my daughters she wants to do fashion design I said, all right, look, that's cool, but you need to find some way to incorporate programming skills and being able to write code and algorithms into fashion design. Absolutely. So that's cool if you want to do that. You want to do fashion design, I said, but you better not just be thinking you're just going to sew stuff and Mm -hmm. make money because it's not going to work. Hell, people are using algorithms to predict the next fashion trend. Like algorithms in, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a certain certain type of equation. Yeah, cause if they can use algorithms to figure out what you what you want next, yeah, you know I mean, I mean, they they use it. I mean, honestly, they do it now, like on Facebook, which you 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 mm-hmm. you if you know you can't tell me these if you say yo I like them sneakers and then go on fucking Facebook, Facebook right they right there. Yes, go it is. Shoot. I, I didn't I didn't seen that shit, but that's when I'm I'm looking at no just shit. I'll just like go on Safari just to like find stuff. Even if I'm on Amazon or if I'm on B and H, like if I'm looking at camera equipment or like Adorama or B and H or whatever, hell, even Craigslist, mm-hmm. the shit will show up as an ad on Amazon for you. Like if you want this exact item, item, you've been looking at this item. We've been we've been looking at you. Right. Hey, you're on Facebook. Hey, you can buy it here if you want. Yeah, that's creepy. That shit. Just go to the Explore page. Go to For You. Just hit For You mm-hmm. and all everything that you now, need. I've I've <laughs> never hit the For You. On the explore page because I'm scared of what's going to pop up. Because <laughs> everything that you like, everything you do, <laughs> it's cool. Be they've been running but... that algorithm. Everything that you like, cars, any cameras, anything that you've been constantly looking at is going to. You can just find it. Man, oh, okay, yeah, that's that's scary, bros. I'm gonna see a whole bunch of thick snacks. <laughs> Pretty much, cookies. I don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> no, but um, my thing is. Just, you know, Antoine, going back to what you said about, like, you know, all the wealth coming together to and, and learning this, um, you know, learning stuff that the white people know that don't that they don't want to show us publicly. I don't I'm not sure if that's going to work because it's like, do you really think, you know, they'll be able to give out certain certain pieces of information for us to try to compete against them well i mean i mean the information as far as coding and programming is is out there all right 
it's just a matter of setting up the places or whether or introducing the curriculums in the schools and paying the people to actually learn mm-hmm. or who know how to do it to teach it. Yeah. So this isn't like any type of information that's secret. This is information that's public knowledge. It's just we we don't have the institutions or we don't have the classes or the or the the lessons within the proper institutions to teach mm. it to the children that are in the inner city areas. Mm. I'm gonna give you a website, two websites to look up. Um, I I think I said this website before, but udemy.com. I remember you saying that. And it's another one called Skillshare. Okay. And okay. these are places where it's just nothing but online classes, in-depth online classes for whatever it is that you have an interest in. From coding to sewing. All on Udemy and Skillshare. And I'm saying that because I've seen people use it. I've used Udemy before when I, I took a um a marketing class on, on Udemy. And it works. I'm like, we're not getting paid to say anything to shout them out. I'm just, I'm, I'm putting it out there because based off of my personal experience. So, um, but I mean, if they're willing to cut a check, then we'll be more than happy to, 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 <laughs> right. you know, collect that check. I'm just saying, but, um, for the most part, like I said, those, those two websites is, you know, no age limit. So, Antoine, I, I strongly suggest that you know you get your kids on there. Just right. have them look at stuff that they may like. And at at the age that they're at now, I feel like those two websites will be very, very helpful for them. Mm-hmm. When especially when when they're coming up, because like they're getting knowledge now that they can use ten years from now. They're ten years ahead of the game. You know what I'm saying? So. When it comes to tech and automation, hey, Skillshare and Udemy, I fuck with it. Okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> definitely uh, two websites I will look at, look into probably immediately. Shit, I actually was about to type it in just now on my phone, but mm-hmm. I'm like, we got to finish up this podcast first. And um, I think Skillshare, they have it where it's just like a monthly membership, like $10 a month. Yeah, hey, I'm, I'm, um, I'm all about paying a membership for the right things. So yeah. I don't have no problem with that. And Udemy, I think the prices are the prices vary by class or by by course whatever you take so so i I know they got project management courses for like one for like ten dollars one for 250 you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. um yeah (laughs) so this has been a very informative yeah show somewhat fast because i think we still got like another 40 minutes left unless y'all want to talk about some more shit I mean, we can let the we can we can spin the wheel, cause um, I want to talk about I want to briefly and I, I said I wasn't really going to talk about this, but um, I was gonna say but, <laughs> but, all right. So we didn't had two mass shootings, Saturday and Sunday, right? Okay. Why is it that Monday, all of a sudden, anonymously, this top fifty rappers of all time list comes out? I really. I was just getting ready to say that because I'm looking at that like, okay, nobody knows who created this list and everybody's talking about it. Here's your distraction, black people, but y'all supposed to be woke. Yeah, I, I mean, I could, I could, honestly could not have cared less when I saw that list. Yeah, me right too. I just, I, noticed I, it. I just seen it and was like, okay. I, I really I really couldn't care less anymore about it because... Like, Kumo D had a book 
come out called the top 100 MCs of all time. But this book came out 10 plus years ago. But y'all still want to make another list to keep this list going. And, but here's the thing. Nobody knows where this list came from. Who made this list? Everybody's saying it was Joe Budden, but Joe Budden said he didn't write it because Joe Budden was ranked at number three. Yeah, I, I mean, once, and one, Nas. once I, first of all, I, first of all, like, I'm, I'm like now since now we talking about the list we are gonna talk about the list. Once I saw it, I was I was immediately just done. Once I looked at the top five, I said, "No, I'm done with this list. I'm done with I'm done with this." Some list. new nigga wrote it, but I'm I mean, it's just, it's like debating sports. It's like you can't. It's all about people's opinion, and people can argue all day about it. So right. people always true. throw shit like that to distract people. This is you know true. I mean? That's the easiest way to distract somebody. Talk about rap, hip hop, sports, or and, politics. And that that was mm-hmm. my that was my thing, mm-hmm. especially you know in the aftermath of. Two mass shootings, one in El Paso, one in Dayton, Ohio. All of a sudden, this anonymous meme picture comes out with the top 50 rappers, and now everybody's talking about it from well, the news, like news on radio, news on television, I knew, whatever. I, I know that before I was I was seeing I was seeing and hearing a lot of reports about I think it was the El Paso shooting. Mm-hmm. People were saying it was more than one guy that shooting. Yeah, I remember, I'm, I, remember oh, wow. I was telling somebody when it first happened, I was like, yo, they said it was multiple shooters. It was like three or four and shooters. And I'm like, hold up, they say that oh, all wow. the time. So I was like, yo, pay, pay attention time. to this shit. When pay attention to this shit. All the time when they do you know, mass shootings, the first few, when you when you watch the TV and do them interviews, the first few reports is always somebody talking about how there was more than one shooter. But when they when shit like this happens, when people are distracted, let them be distracted. Practice your aim and yeah. look on, look up how to form a militia. You know what I mean? Because when shit's the fan, it's gonna be quick. Just like the shit happening now. I told, I was talking to Matt five years ago. I was like, "Yo, shit getting goofy. Watch how crazy shit happen. This shit is hitting fast." You know what yeah. I mean? So you gotta look at it like how's it, look at from the past situation in history and also look at how uh, how's it gonna get worse. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Look, what can be worse? And you see this shit. Look at our leadership. Yeah, you know what I mean, and and this this is why I say like now again, I'm I'm in, I'm a gun advocate. Yeah, I'm an advocate of the goddamn it. Right, right. Um, now I'm not the type out and I'll I'll put this out there. I'm not the type that will cause harm or right. terror or anything like that. Like, but at the same time, I'm getting prepared. You you should you definitely and, should and, and on the weapon side of the game. I'm getting prepared. So let me ask you a question. All right, you're getting prepared. So you know you 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 have weapons. Safe to say. It's okay to say that. Yeah, tomato, shit, I got tomato. guns. Shit. Tomato, tomato. Right. So let's say in the event they change laws and they tell you you have to give back your tomatoes. How? Then um, I'm making ketchup. Right, like that's that's the <laughs> that's the crazy part. Like, how are you gonna let somebody? Like how, like how are you gonna let somebody tell you that you can't have a, a, a weapon, a, a weapon to protect yourself, and also this weapon you can create deadly force. You can use a deadly force. So, how are you gonna remove this shit from? You gonna reach my dead hands? So this is like I asked Antoine this question. I'm gonna ask you this: city or even suburb? Where do you think the the safest place is? Suburbs. No, no, no. I'm saying if you're in the city or even if you're in the suburbs, in those two contexts, 
Where or if something you, were to go off, like what happened? Yeah, where do you think the safest place would be? Oh, the, the um. Oh, you didn't ask me that question. By well, the where way. do you? What, what I asked you, I you said. Just ask me where do where do I think the safest, safest place, place is? is? Well, yeah, where do you think the safest place that's, is? That's it. Whether in this, in you know, if you're in the city or if you're in the suburbs, where do you think the safest place is? Um, I think in the uh, suburbs in general, that's the safest. But if something were to happen, no. If if you are in the suburbs, yeah, or if you are in the city. In those places, out you know, out of in in those places, where do you think the safest place is? Uh, where I think the safe place is, um, in the suburbs is uh, would be a property on a lot, not, nice big place piece of land. Um, but that's still a, uh, suburban. Um, safest place in the city is a hospital. Nope. Hospitals can get shot up too. Yeah, but I mean, places in the gun range. Everything can get shot up, but that's if the power goes off, that's where the, the energy is going to be at in the hospital. They have those backup generators. Oh, they okay. always tell you anything that happen, go to the hospital. That's where the that's where the standoff is going to be at at the hospital. Okay, I said the gun range. The reason is, and I and I, I didn't get to to expound on it more earlier, but the reason I say the safest place is in the gun range or or a gun shop is because everybody that's in there is strapped but you so if a if let's say a criminal does come into a gun range or a gun shop he's going to think twice before he even acts or even pulls out something to try to cause any harm well, yeah, but that's because why, that's, everybody in there is strapped but that's why they don't that's why you never see get crime in a gun shop right my point exactly right. so the reason I'm saying that is everybody wants to say that we need to take away guns. It's all, you know, gun control is the issue when I don't think it is. It's the, it's it's the lack of guns is the issue. You know, because I feel like if everybody has some some kind of protection, some kind of, you know, uh, some kind of weaponry in their home or on their person. A lot of criminals, in my opinion, will think twice before they even try to do something because they don't know who has what. All right. So, do you think that? All right, because we have we have a lot of mass shootings at schools. Do you think teachers should be armed? Now that's a sticky situation because it's one thing if I'm in a room full of if if, if I'm teaching adults, then yes. But if I'm teaching kids, but most I've never heard of. I mean, well, they are happening college school shootings, but most of the time they're in high schools. This is true. Yeah. So when it comes to something like that, I think we need to hike up the qualifications for the gun license, like they do in China. You'd have to like a mental, like you have to qual. You had to pass like a mental exam, make sure that you're mm -hmm. mentally capable of having a deadly weapon. But they but they do that here, especially if you want your two thirty five. You have okay. to go through a psych test. Yeah. Um, but as far as, you know, just getting like a carry permit, I think you you can't have a medical marijuana card. Right. It's no, true. you can't have a yeah. medical marijuana card. But as far as like that, I, I'm not sure if they give you a psych test. You just go. Like, you but that's crazy. But and, so, you know, submit it. They'll do a background check. And then if your stuff comes clean, you get your license. You get your, your, your permit. Yeah. But what you can really say, I so you can't basically you can't you can't uh, basically smoke weed or ingest marijuana some shape way or form and have a gun license, but you can drink. Yeah, that's crazy. This is America. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. you made these rules. This is America. You I mean, can drink hard liquor with a gun, but you can't smoke herb. The herb is gonna calm you down. Right. 
The liquor gonna hype you up. It's crazy, man. So this this is you know another modern day conundrum. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but like like I said, just you know going going back to your your question about do I think teachers should be armed? I'm on the fence about it, honestly, because it's like you know that's that's more protection for the school. And, and well, one but thing, you got go kids, you, you got on. kids who yeah. may be testy, or you may have racist teachers. Exactly. exactly. So you see what I'm thinking. saying? Right. So yeah, it's I'm, I'm on the fence on that. Right. White supremacy has infiltrated every single facet another, of life. No, 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 another question. We can probably answer this question. I mean, maybe we can. Do whatever it's talk about something different or move or you know whatever why aren't there mass shootings in black schools like why why do you think why 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 don't do, why why don't mass shootings ever happen in predominantly black schools that's a good question i think the most we'll get is like a a mass fight they scared of their black moms Right, like why? I mean, like you would think. <laughs> I mean, like, that's, that's uh, in my opinion, that's a stereotypical answer. Yeah, but but like you get it like truth cause, to that because what like often the excuses you get from why these white boys commit these crimes is they're stressed out or they were going through tough times. And well, who is more stressed out going through tough times than a black kid going to a predominantly Listen, black like, inner city school? Because you you know what it is, you have a lot of white parents who coddle their children yeah that's one thing second you have you know the parents may be present in the home but they're not teaching the child like right from wrong right right you What's know what i'm saying so it you, you get something where well i mean a lot of kids you know quote unquote suffer from affluenza that's that's very true and it kind of goes back to the black that the black mother thing too because mm-hmm. the parents but you ever see how a, a spoiled person acts when they, they they like they really step out in the world and realize that the world ain't really it's not they, what, what they, they seen it's not what they've been taught and, and not they, how they really viewed it they grow up entitled exactly and that white entitlement that might be the reason for some of that shit too yeah. uh, okay i was gonna really say because whereas though a lot of white people are coddled i mean black people they a lot of them don't the parents are working hard. They so we mature at a at a young age. Yeah. So I just I was just wondering because it's like you never, I've almost never I've I mean there's been shootings outside of schools and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but never like a situation where you've had an after active shooter on a campus at a predominantly black school. This is a bop- and, I mean I, I'm sorry like we can, we can go to this as well. Parent like white parents you know white parents you don't see a lot of them teaching self-defense or even just learning being taught how to hold your own in the midst of adversity they, they're not taught that they're taught like you know damn near the world is given to them right and the ones that don't those are the ones that usually got a lot of black friends that are kind of like that or the, or the cool like the cool right. white boy right. and i mean to tell when you, once you meet their parents and their parents are usually they've been around by black people they know how the world works mm-hmm. you know what i mean so they teaching it down to their kids and when it comes to holding their own this is why you have a lot of a lot of white students who suffer from bullying is because like like i said earlier they, they're not taught how to hold their own or even stand up for themselves. Uh, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give a bit of a 
deeper answer. Okay. I think it's due to the calcification of the penile gland. Hmm. Explain. Yeah, please go deeper into go, that. Go, like, go deeper. <laughs> go deeper. Because, like, um, <laughs> the white people have a more calcified penile gland. Right. Basically what do you mean by calcified? I, I don't know. It's basically drier like it's okay. not it's not right. it's not producing it's not it's not um producing as much of the chemical as it's supposed to as it does in black people mm. we're a lot calmer than they are yeah it's just the situations that we're put in our environment is what turns us the way we are this is true if we grew up in their environment and they grew up in our environment oh they would have been set this shit on fire oh hell yeah yeah they would have been set this shit on fire. Oh, of course. Ain't no way in hell. They would, that's one thing. They would not put up with this shit. Mm-hmm. They really wouldn't because they would go crazy. You see how they go crazy now and they already have pretty much have everything, everything already. Yeah. And they still go crazy. Damn, that's good. I like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a, men- it's, it's, it's a mental issue. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people don't want to talk about that. Not right. mental in the sense of like, being crazy and being like crazy needing to be institutionalized, but crazy in the sense that they aren't as, as equipped to deal with stress and stuff as mm-hmm. we are. This is right. true. We handle traumatic events and situations true. differently. Right. Differently. Damn. I didn't even. Wow. I'm still trying to get into this. You know, the whole third eye thing. Like, I'm I'm kind of scared to have mine open. Cause I don't want to see shit, and well, I end up I in mean, Arkham Asylum. Do you want to see reality? Is, I mean, I mean, yours is more open than you give it credit for. Yeah, really, I would say your third eye is a more, third eye. I mean, that's the term, but it's open. I, mi- like I the, believe it's more like just intuition, yeah. more like you know having a strong sense of awareness and intuition about yourself and being able to kind of perceive things on a different level than other people. I don't right. think it's like. I mean, and it could be. Maybe it could be we just haven't quite figured out how to. I mean, it's not saying it's actually like a window into another dimension or another aspect that, that, of being that's able to life. I've, I've been like, that's that's how it's been described to me by a few a few people that I know that had, you know, quote unquote, had their third eye open by certain people and their chakras aligned up and all of that. I mean, see, for me, like, yeah. that's, to me, like, I can't, it's hard for me to take a person at face value when they say that because... Yeah. All right, all your chakras are lined up and your third eye is open. You kind of like, you kind of should not have any issues. Right. right. Your issues should have no problems in life. Your issues should be all cool. You should honestly, you can't even really be in a setting like, you can't be in a societal setting right. and tell me that you've done all, you've done all that. Yeah. Because that's not that you you have to remove you, you yourself. You damn a monk. You ha- exactly. You have yeah. to remove yourself in order to achieve that type of alignment. Yeah. Wow. And if they're not at peace, then that's a bunch of bullshit. Because so yeah, for me, it's like uh, I don't think your chakras are aligned and your third eye is open. And that stuff's right. a trend too. Because yeah. your third eye, it's like at the, the simplest form is about having an open mind. Right. And thinking mm-hmm. outside. Thinking outside the open mind. Think outside the box. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean, like, that's 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 opening your third eye. Yeah. It's thinking uh, outside the box. Uh, it's not some I super. I mean, it's, I was reading some early, and it was talking about how you can fool anybody with magic if they don't know the basis or the like the 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 root of what you're you're showing them. Right, you know I mean? was, it's all just misdirection, right? Exactly. exactly. And the same thing with this whole mysticism shit. If you don't know the basis, the root of that shit, you're gonna think it's all some types of some supernatural shit. Wow. When supernatural shit all is pretty much the you don't know like quantum physics. We break shit down to the simplest shit. The answers are there. Wow. Yeah, I mean it's not as d- d- super mystical as you think it is. Man, no, like when when it came to the whole third eye thing, yeah. like t- 
talking to this chick about it years ago. And she was like, yeah, you know, I had my third eye open and I walked in a room one day and saw the Archangel Michael. That's bullshit. And I had a conversation with him. Just to cut you off real quick. Cut you off before you finish. Go ahead. Doesn't it always seem like it's a woman that's telling you that shit? Yeah. Is it just me? It always seems like it's a woman that then, had, exactly. that then aligned but, all their chakras and opened yeah. their third eye. You know, women's in its intuition is kind of heightened, but I ain't to, the, to that I mean, extent. It's, it's it heightened, but I don't. Like it's, I don't it's very it's, like a lot of it's a lot of esoteric shit that happens only with women and black women, mainly black. And that's why I'm just saying, like when they came to the whole third eye thing, and like I said, the chick was telling me. You know, I walked into my bedroom and I saw the Archangel Michael sitting there, and I had a conversation with him. That's why I'm like, he, yo, he, I'm scared to have my shit open. It's what crazy. I don't want to like? be in Arkham did, Asylum. Did, uh, <laughs> did she give you a physical description of the Archangel Michael? I think she did. I don't remember no, it, but say. I think she did. But yeah, even stuff like that, when it's like, okay, is 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 it that detailed? Now, the craziest thing now it sounds like you just making up like a a. a a pass it on type of story the craziest you know thing i've ever experienced with my third eye is just a, like premonitions and that's seeing stuff not visit physically visually seeing stuff but in my mind seeing it before it happened like i've seen and that's happened numerous of times but other i've than had that, a lot of that when i'm high right but see when you're high your shit's open a little more so okay that might explain that but I've, I've been on mushrooms and that's the highest i've ever been and that's just all your senses are open so your third eye is really it's really see, open. See mushrooms now. Now we going into some some. But that's the safest thing. Very left field shit. That's not on automation, but it's cool. Yeah, but I mean, you know, <laughs> that's the safest thing you can do. I'm, I'm just saying, but yeah, I, I'm not a I'm not into the shrooms. Right. Um, but I mean, I, I've I never know. tried them. I've 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 never tried them. But ever since I heard Steve Jobs say that everybody yeah. should take an LSD acid trip one time in their life, I've been more open to wanting to try them. But well, I'm, I'm nervous too. It, it, cure, like, yeah, it my, cures my depression. Had it before it cures depression. Oh wow! Right. Like I've used that specifically why I've used did it and it resets your shit. Hmm. Like my my dad told me a story about how it's like an army story. He was at a party. And some chick had some, like, the the spray bottle. And she sprayed my dad and I, and he was just sitting there. And that that paper that says, don't quit, started moving and, and formed into, like, the fucking Simpsons or some shit. I don't fucking right. know. But he said, like, he, he legitimately tripped out. And I'm like, I, I can't do that because, I, again, I, mean, I will find myself in Arkham Asylum. I'm, I imagine how it. mentally strong you you are if you don't freak out. If you actually just sit there and you're at peace and you understand. Like, imagine how you can control mm-hmm. that and how they can actually how that could be better for you. How they, how at peace you can be from something like that. I'm just saying. And I mean, from, from, from my experience, mm-hmm. like, I just, once I you think, let down your guards and approach that, that shit think, you fear. I think that's that, that, that goes back to, to Matt's number one go to stay poised yeah you know what i mean definitely i know with me when it comes to when it comes to the herbal essence especially when i'm around my parents yeah and (laughs) that's the worst no with us we just tend to laugh our ass off (laughs) like it'd be the look like the smallest shit would be funny as hell right great but when i'm by myself that's when that's when I really start to trip out. Because yeah, you go, you're, you're alone, and you you going into your mind, and you're going into your head. I I go into like the deepest, darkest crevices of my brain, and it's scary. I sometimes need to do that though. It's mm-hmm. scary, but here's my struggle. Like 
the focus that I have when you know I'm I'm in the clouds. Yeah. I need to try to transfer that into my creativity because I know. Yeah. Once because when I'm, uh, Malcolm, I'm pretty sure y'all you've been there. Like when I have my herbal lessons, I'm in the clouds. That's why I like doing it. Like when I'm creative. And when I'm in the clouds, it's like all the shit that I want to do. I see it vividly mm-hmm. from the characters I want to develop, scenes I want to shoot, movies I want to write. It's like I see it. Cause I see it clear like how I'm looking at you. Right. No, yeah. I see the shit clear as day. I know exactly what you're talking about. But I go to fucking sleep. Yeah, because when you're when you're high, you're you're really it you're it's like your physical aspect is like dormant, but your mental shit is is like, yeah, I see it. I'm I, I want to do it. I'm light years ahead. <laughs> I'm light years ahead, bro. And it's like I forgot, I think I was talking to my girl about this. But I asked her, I'm like, yo, and I'll ask y'all, have you ever had a vision for your life that was so good that it scared you? Mm-hmm. I've had that twice. And it was just basically just like the whole boudoir shoot, yeah. the boudoir photography that I'm doing. I saw it. And especially when I when I shot my girl, like the stuff that I, I saw in my dreams or when I'm listening to certain music while I'm in the clouds, like I was able to like really materialize it when I shot her. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, yo, ain't the mind. Right, this 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 is it's great, but I, I I gotta find a way to redirect it in the height of it. Right. Redirect that type of energy. You know what I'm saying? Right. So because I, I remember I know you, you saw my head doing this this topic about um like the semen retention. And how you know it's supposed to? What, what, what was it again? Well, I like, mean, a lot of stuff that it when that you it when does. you release when you release you you know you're you're you're, you're letting go a lot of minerals and, and things mm. from out of your body mm-hmm. when you do that. So that's why it's really not good to like. You really shouldn't be. You shouldn't be jerking off every day. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you really should. Like Roman candle. You should. <laughs> you shouldn't really be jerking off every day. And it's mm-hmm. good to keep try to hold on to some of that because it's just it's energy. This is that true. you letting go. So you know, that's another topic for another day. Yeah, because that you know that was mean? that was a rabbit hole. Yeah, I know. I, I mean we we kinda I, Yeah. Yeah, I think you know. We I think <laughs> hey. we I think today's been a very informative show of nothing less. Gun range. You should see yeah. me. No, get out of here, man. All right, that's it. It's time to go. <laughs> it's time to go, man. It's time to go. Wait, is it? Nigga, we got 12 minutes. Man, it's time to go. We got 12 you minutes. You took it too far. It's time to go. <laughs> but but isn't, it, isn't the mind an amazing thing? It is. And I, real quick, I had a conversation with, with Zoe when I was in L.A. And I was just telling him about stuff that I was going through. And he was just like, on some real, what you need. It's a spot like this. We was at a cigar lounge. He's like, you need a spot like this where you have good energy. You got a good stogie. You may have a little drink or something. You got sports on the television. Great music playing in the background. You you need a great environment to just be. Yeah. Because he was telling me, he's like, yo, the mind is the strong. Like, it's so fucking powerful, bro. bro. The, the mind, it, the, I was just reading something. I should have been went to school be a neurosurgeon. I love the, brain, the mind so much. It amazes me. But the mind can convince itself almost anything. 
Yeah. And put very it, true. It, it puts up in a certain mindset, and that to me, that that's just amazing. It's like the most powerful thing on this planet is the mind. It's a motherfucker. And, and the fact that you said that you <laughs> you dreamed up something and, and you actually brought this fruition, it's countless situations like that. I've experienced that, and just that's my problem because I'll sit and think like, damn, the brain is so amazing. Like I actually saw something, and it I, it went through me to actually put it into motion and it happened we actually created what i saw i can i'll tell you this like if i can materialize my tv network that i've been envisioning for like the past two years then it's like okay now i got the hang of this let me start trying to let me start doing my best to materialize more shit right not on a sense of greed but just every every aspect of how i've wanted to express myself and leave my imprint on this earth i want to do more of that Mm -hmm. but i know one of the main things for me is like all right i have my vision the materialization is a line this is how i see it right my my vision materialization my material materialization of it it's a just a line i just got to figure out the space in between of how to get from here to here yeah and I know a lot of times, yeah, it's easy to say put the work in, it's that and the third, but half my battle is getting the fuck out of my own way. That's I think it's everybody's battle is, is themselves. <laughs> I mean, that's my biggest oh. battle is me. I mean, it's nobody else. Yeah, so, well, on that note, you know, my man said, you know, the show's over, so we got to go. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm hit just with saying, the, you with the Frank, talking about the, the Frank John. show's over. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, start, you start, you know. You, you start, my man Frank. Go, sorry, go ahead. I said, you start touching on, uh, oh, I don't man. even want to go back down there. So, <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'm Anyway, man, Antoine, tell them where they can find you. This was a dope topic. I like this yeah. one. Yeah, it was. You can uh, find me, you know, right here, No Vaseline Podcast. Same as well. Find me here. Find me on Instagram, Facebook, MGXPOV. All right. And shit. Noir by Crispy on Instagram. N-O-I-R underscore B-Y underscore C-H-R-I-S-P-Y. Noir by Crispy. That's my boudoir photography that I'm doing. Um, I'm getting stuff together. I'm, you know, trying to to make sure I got my prices right. But Mm -hmm. right now I'm just building content. So I'm throwing it out there. Ladies, hit me up on Instagram, Noir by Crispy. If you want to do a free boudoir shoot, very classy. You will not be overly baby oiled <laughs> and looking like your skin is patent leather. I, I can't stand that shit. It's good to look at, but after a while, it's like okay, yeah, I didn't, I didn't seen, I seen one, I seen them all. But um, I, you know, I'm, I shoot stuff that's very classy. There's still the mystery behind mm-hmm. what you have. And um, shoot, if you don't believe me, go to my Instagram, Noir by Crispy, and you'll you'll see the magic that I'm making. And if you want to be a part of it, DM me saying sign me up, CP, and we'll set it up. And uh, brother Matt, like I said, Matt is on daddy duty, so he's holding down the fort, and we, we you know we holding it down for him until next week. So on that note, with love, I say fuck all y'all. So no Vaseline podcast, and we out. Peace. Peace. What's up? What's my theme music? We got one, nigga.